Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the podcast that is overall doing unbelievably, believably fantastic since we started this podcast, the number of listeners the number of downloads, the number of businesses helped, the success reports coming in, the glowing reviews are overall completely up. Podcast. Speaking of which, I have with me the world's greatest podcasting host who has also always got his numbers up of making more money and helping more clients and bringing in more sales and ballooning more profits. It's the one and only Mr. Everett Farnell. Steve, I've got to tell you, my friend, <clears throat> of the marketing podcast, <clears throat> that weekly study, Donald Trump, and translate what he does into business lessons, we are by far the, <clears throat> pardon me, I got a frog in my throat, we are by far the largest and most successful that has ever existed podcast, radio show, anything. We are by far the most successful that has ever existed since the beginning of the world. Well, yeah, except last week our downloads were down by uh, 1%. Uh, but but if you look since the beginning, our uploads are up uh, our uploads are up our downloads are up by like 10 are are up like 10,000%. Oh, is so, that what matters? You know, I thought it mattered that at any given snapshot <laughs> meaningless tiny little micro moment of time, it has a slight downwardness, therefore it's horrible. No, no. That's the, In uh, fact, that's that not would make we, me uh, like every left-wing lunatic, rate unhinged, deranged, triggered anti-Trumper <laughs> there is on earth who's looked at the stock market, which is down 1% over the last week and gone, oh, the market is tumbling. Trump is crushing the market. He's ruining the economy. Now he'll never get elected. All he talks about is the economy. It's and the it's Chinese. Went, it went down 600 points. It went down for Dude, but it went eight, up 800 the other day. It, for the week, it's down 1%. And for the time since Trump's been in office, it's up over 40%. Shut up. <laughs> That would be like walking up to Tom Brady in the fourth quarter and going, yeah, Tom Brady, you were up 42 nothing, and now you're up 42-7. to So in the last 30 seconds, are you concerned that you're down 7 nothing? <laughs> Pretty sure I'm not a concern on earth, dude. <laughs> what oh, is with amazing. these anti-Trumpers? They're so grasping for straws. I mean, if they had, as a little aside, I really think that if the anti-Trumpers had any candidate who was even a shred of decent, and possibly somebody didn't have to vomit, throw up, hold their nose, take a deep breath, and take a huge sigh and pinch themselves and not believe they're voting for the guy to try and take down Donald Trump, 
they wouldn't be so grasping at straws to try and make up some ridiculous reasons why Trump isn't doing well. But they well, have no the one to run against Trump. Every one of their candidates is a total buffoon, clown car riding, completely idiot. So now they make up ridiculous things like, oh, let's wait until the market, which is up over 40% since Trump took over. The economy's booming. Everything is crushing everywhere. The whole world is crumbling, and the U.S. still continues to boom. Well, as soon as the market goes down 1%, let's go absolutely bonkers and yell and scream that the market is down! Well, here, here's the thing, is that a, 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 a reporter tried to, tried to gotcha Trump, you know, which is always a bad idea for reporters because... Or for know, anybody! Frankly, despite, despite what anybody says, he's, he's smarter than most of the people in the room. Like there's few, but but he's socially and communicatively smarter than almost anybody alive today. Um, I mean, he's he's just fabulous. So that said, the the, the reporter says, "Oh well, uh, <laughs> the reporter says, are you concerned since the since the Chinese with the Chinese trade war that the market is down 625 points today?" And Trump said, as you pointed out, "No, the market's up 40 percent since I took office. What are you talking about?" And meanwhile, the Chinese are coming to him and saying, okay, can we, can we, can, we'd like to have some talks, please. We'd like to, you know, we'd like to have a chat because their, their economy is getting beat with a baseball bat, uh, uh, you know, with the, uh, with the tariffs. I, I mean, uh, you know, the, the United States, for all of our economic problems, is still economically the 800-pound gorilla in the room. And we're in the room with a bunch of, uh, you know, with a bunch of 10-year-old kids. Right. I, I mean, it, it, there's no way that any country can, <clears throat> pardon me, can fight against us in an economic, in a trade war and win. We're going to win. The, the, the market might go down for a day, 625 points, but it's going to rebound and the Chinese are going to come to the table and they're going to get an agreement that's stronger than the agreement that we had before. And the fact that everybody's always looking hour by hour and minute by minute for the last, uh, uh, you know, for the last 50 years, uh, they're always looking at economic, whatever economic indicator they can look at on a day-by-day basis. And, and of course, the, the, the stock market indexes are, are basically the big one. Um, the, it, 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 it's, it's ridiculous. Trump doesn't look on a day-by-day basis. He's looking on a year-by-year basis, on a decade-by-decade basis. What's going to give us the best deal? He didn't, he didn't figure out who the cheapest contractor was to build his, uh, uh, you know, to build his, uh, his building, he figured out who the best was. And even though he had to probably pay more for the best contractor he could find, the work was done at a level that allowed him to sell his apartments for far more than he would have been able to sell. Uh, well, that's all another conversation for another time. That so, he had to pay more to the ones he decided to pay. But anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, but <laughs> so, but the point is, so what is the what is the lesson learned from Donald Trump for business owners is the same thing that you don't and any stock advisor, anyone that's ever done any trading or anything, or all of these disingenuous suddenly but blatantly triggered and deranged anti-Trump channels that always say, hey, don't panic when the market goes down a little hold. It always goes up overall. Investing in the U.S. is a great thing. Suddenly, they've decided to be dishonest, disingenuous, and idiotic and say, ah, 
Market's down 1%. Panic! It's over. Trump sucks. The economy's down. Like any idiot will tell you, like, ride it out, dude. So what's the lesson for our listeners? You've got to reframe whatever situation you're facing into a positive, right? So if you're on a sales call and somebody has a, has a, a, a cheaper price, then you've got to reframe that into a, uh, into a reason why somebody should buy from you at a higher price. If you're on a sales call and somebody blatantly has a better quality product, then, well, maybe you should you know, consider changing, but you've got to deal with what you've got to deal with you've got to reframe it as to why your product is still fantastic and it's less expensive and it still meets all the uh, all the clients needs or all the customers needs you, you in a situation with your uh, you know with your staff if there's something going on you're moving an office or something you know whatever you you've got to be able to reframe the situation into a positive how even though it might, you know, it might be a little short-term pain, in the long term, it's gonna, you know, we're gonna do, uh, you know, we're gonna double and triple and quadruple the business, and everybody's getting raises, and uh, and it all come up roses uh, in the end. And you you have to be able to reframe whatever situation you're facing. Not only reframe it for yourself, because if you're if you're constantly negative, that will wear on your mind, and you won't be near as successful as you should be. But you've also got well, to that to me is that's the bigger people. lesson. It's a bigger point. Trump gets the numbers every day, every week, every quarter, every year, like every business owner. He gets the numbers mm-hmm. of what's going on in the economy in this department and Department of Defense and what's going on with spending over here and what's going on with the budget over there and what's going on with this and that. And he looks at it in the big picture and reframes it even if he's not reframing it to someone else he's reframing it in his own mind like you just said look at the numbers exactly. properly and don't be swayed by the temporary minor ups and downs as entrepreneurs and business owners we all know that because our life unlike the nine to five slobs or or people that we employ of course that for some reason volunteer to have no opportunity or very little opportunity and do whatever we say and make whatever we say and show up whenever we say and, you know, make us rich, uh, those people have pretty much a straight line. I make the same amount every week. I make the same amount every month. I work the same number of hours. The same is everything all the time. But for us, it's a world full of ups and downs. So it behooves us to be like Donald Trump and to not get too high with the highs and not get too low with the lows and learn how to smooth things out when we are communicating, like Everett's talking about, but even when we are just thinking about it. Otherwise, our blood pressure is going to go up and down, our stress level is going to go up and down, and we're basically going to destroy ourselves and have to go work for somebody else because we can't handle running a business. Exactly. Which is why every president you see always, between the time they get elected and the time they leave office, it's like they aged 47 years. They come in and say, oh, this energetic whatever, they leave looking like your great-grandpa. And for some <laughs> reason, Trump, well, I, there's many reasons, but Trump looks exactly the same as when he started <laughs> exactly. taking office. Because he dyes his hair and he suntans his face, and it's all the same. And unless he changed the hair dye color, then he's going to have his hair look the same. And unless he tanned a little less, he's going to have his skin look the same. And everything looks the same. And I saw this. It's a little aside. It's getting towards our advanced tip of the week. But I saw one 
one uh, ridiculous anti-Trumper commentator on one of the channels I'm always surfing around and watching, and he goes like, yeah, see, I think the reason Trump doesn't look like he aged is because uh, Trump doesn't care. And that way he's not stressed over this most stressful job on earth because he really doesn't care about anything. And I'm like, holy crap, dude. You know, is that what people think, dear listener, about you as the business owner, that you don't care about your business because while everything is going all crazy all around you and fires are going on all over the place and you are remaining as you should, as a good leader should, cool, calm, and collected, and not starting to look like grandpa that you can't handle anything, you're stressed out of your mind, Trump is going, you kidding me? I can handle this. Some trade war with China? Are you crazy? I was personally in debt over a billion dollars. I've had four of my businesses go through bankruptcies. I've had two major, incredibly public divorces, ugly messes. I've been all kinds of caught in affairs and tried to be embarrassed emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, you name it. What I, This isn't bothering me. Oh, and the anti-Trumpers just go steaming over that. So... The point is, no matter what's happening, you stay level-headed. You frame it in a way that you can say it's just a part of life. It's a normal up and down, and you don't go bonkers over anything because you're a leader, and the people you're leading, which is not only your employees, but it's also your suppliers need to see that you're level-headed, and your customers, your clients, your patients, your members, anybody needs to see that you're level-headed so they feel confident to stick with you when they're with the right person. Exactly. Well, and that leads right to, as always, our advanced tip of the week. We take this to the next level, and we're going to help you with an advanced tip, as we always do. So implement what we just taught you, how to to reframe things so you stay level-headed, and head over to LessonsLearnFromDonaldTrump.com for an advanced tip on how to stay not only level-headed, but to stay incredibly strong and positive no matter what happens so that people don't even ask you ridiculous questions. So you don't even have to respond to them because with the advanced tip, people won't even think to ask you or challenge you or question how great things are. So head on over to LessonsLearnFromDonaldTrump.com and absolutely make sure that you are back here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.